what's up what's up what's up snap survivors i am tasha pierce this is after the snap virtual group therapy for everyone affected by tony stark's snap hello everyone so it's been a little while i apologize for the wait however we can say that I was, uh, besides going through the, the things that I've already been telling you guys so much about my depression and anxiety and my job, besides all of that, we can say that I was on maternity leave. That's right. I gave birth to a brand new podcast. Yes, I did. So the podcast that I'm talking about is called True Crime by the book. And of course, it is a true crime podcast. And it is uh, going book by book. I'm reading books. We talk about the case in the book. And we uh, dissect that case and give it a little discussion. And that's usually how the episodes of uh, true crime by the book go. Now, I didn't come here to talk about true crime by the book, even though I'm very proud of it. It's it's really it's pushing a thousand downloads and it's been up and active for about five weeks, which I can't tell you how long it took for me to get to a thousand downloads with after the snap. So I'm very satisfied and happy with its success. But that's not what I'm here for. Right. I'm here to talk. Uh sci-fi, comic books, all of those good things, uh, fantasy, all of those good things with you. And I think I'm going to start with the news that's coming out about Jeremy Renner. Gosh, Jeremy Renner. Very bad news. And we don't, we've heard one side of the story so far. So we really don't know what he is saying about uh, the rumors that are coming out about him that he uh that he while addled with cocaine and other drugs threatened to kill his wife and put a gun in his mouth and threatened to commit suicide and there are other there are other stories coming out even as we speak and uh, about this if it's true i'm very disappointed in jeremy renner uh very disappointed in those choices that he made if this turns out to be true. If it doesn't turn out to be true, if it's just an ugly custody battle and everybody is slinging shit at each other and trying to stay clean, you know, um, if that's the case, then, you know, I feel very sorry for anybody who could make those types of things up about their a person that they once loved. So let's hope. Let's just hope that we find out another side to this story and it does not turn out to be as career ending <laughs> as threatening to kill your wife and attempting to kill yourself. Now, moving on. Let's talk about the Joker just real quick. Joker right now, I believe, made $240 million in the U.S. and worldwide is pushing 600 million dollars this is a huge success for the dc universe and for warner brothers and for comic book fans everywhere now 
full disclosure, I've not seen the movie yet. I've been working so feverishly on all these things that I got my hands in besides going to work, besides, you know, just being a a person with other things to do. I've not seen it yet. I anticipate seeing it possibly this weekend when I'm off. And by then, you know, everybody's already seen it. Possibly we can do the spoiler kind of talk about it. Uh, I can give a real opinion of the movie. But everything that I'm hearing, we'll say 90% of what I'm hearing about this movie is uh, good news. This is just solidifying that Warner Brothers and DC have have found their course. You know, uh, we're banking on the success of Wonder Woman that's coming out uh, in 2020. We're banking on the success of Birds of Prey. We've already seen the success of Aquaman, Shazam, and now the Joker movie. And even though it's separate universe Joker, it's still all good news for Warner Brothers, comic book movie fans, uh, DC Comics, everything. Speaking of DC Comics, staying on that for just a moment. I have been very vocal for at least a year about DC Universe. And let me tell you, Titans is not to be slept on. Now, that first episode of season two of Titans, I wasn't feeling, wasn't feeling, wasn't feeling. And I wasn't feeling it because that episode should have been the last episode of the first season. And it took me a little while, even after, okay, we can get rid of episode one because that should have been the season finale last season. Picking up at episode two, I feel like it still was a slow start, but where we are right now with Titans, I'm so super excited to see what happens next because, uh, DC Universe is taking the right steps with that series. It's still just a little bit darker than what we're used to seeing uh, in Universe, Justice League, Your Flash, all of that. It's still a little, little, little teensy, weensy, weensy, weensy bit darker. But at the same time, it's more, it, it does have more of a hopeful feel to it. And without spoiling anything, because if you know anything about the show, you knew this was coming because that means you watched last season. You knew that Connor Kent was going to be introduced this season. And the introduction to Connor Kent was nothing short of remarkable. They did a fantastic job integrating that character bringing him in and introducing him and crypto. And let me tell you, crypto's a badass. He's a good boy. He's a very good boy. That crypto. If you haven't watched it and you have the means to watch it, please do yourself a favor and just watch Titans. I said it last season because I truly enjoyed, even with it going in its dark direction, I truly enjoyed Titans last season and I truly enjoyed it all the way up until the season finale. And with a lot of fans, it kind of just left us 
it left us in a bad spot. We should have started this season with this storyline. Excellent storyline. And it is starting to, uh, I guess, give us a different backstory for some of our characters. So the characters that we met last year and what we learned about them, we are learning that we don't know everything. (laughs) We don't know everything. There is other layers to these characters. It's basically retconning. It's basically retconning what they did last year and they're coming up this season with a new direction. And I still, I still like where they're going and especially if they keep the momentum up and Connor Kent is not just a a plot device that he's really going to be there throughout the rest of this season. I'm looking very forward to it. And if you have a different opinion or if you share my enthusiasm, please let me know at after the snap at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. All right, moving on. Let's talk about some old news real quick. Martin Scorsese. So Martin Scorsese, we know, is one of the uh, most celebrated and decorated directors of my time at the absolute least. I mean, if of all time, let's just be real. And uh, he has some very choice things to say about comic book movies, specifically the Marvel universe. Now he said he tried and I'm paraphrasing here. He said he, he tried to watch it, but that's not cinema. And he said, uh, it's more like a, a theme park. So it's a fun ride, but when it's over, you know, it's just over. And I believe that Martin Scorsese could be, could be correct in saying that it's a fun ride But in saying that it is not cinema, it's up to you to decide what is uh, cinema and what is not. And there are those who would say, oh, Martin Scorsese's movies are boring because those movies are not speaking to them in the same way as the the audience that it resonated with initially. That being said, uh, You have the movie Joker. And of course, that's not a Marvel movie. However, look at how that movie has pulled together people who love comic book movies and people who just love character driven movies. We could say the same about uh, Black Panther. We could say the same about Iron Man and just watching his journey. So no, His entire journey did not play out over one movie, but we got an opportunity to see character growth. And pretty much all of those characters, except with the exception of the the Hulk, I'm not going to start griping about Endgame. However, uh, and I hope that they still have uh, intentions on elaborating on that character a bit more and making him far more have far more depth than they do uh, at this point. But anyway, that's getting off on a tangent. The truth of the, <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, I think, uh, and I forgot, Jay Smith 
from Jay and Silent Bob. I think he kind of said it best. And again, paraphrasing. He was saying that uh, there are movies from his childhood that he remembers going to see with his dad and the experience, the experience that he had at those movies are like a time machine so that um, he associates those films with a feeling. And I would hope that one day uh, when I'm long gone, that my nieces and nephews and my son, especially my son, will sit down and watch a Marvel movie and associate a feeling with that. And that feeling is we shared that. My son and I, we still share that. As a matter of fact, I came in from work. He's off today. <coughs> and he's sitting in the living room watching uh, Infinity War. And when I got up this morning, I heard Wakanda forever. My son goes back to these movies. And of course, I can't say for sure what goes through his mind, but I would hope and I pray that with those movies, he associates the feeling of bonding with his mom. We can't take that away from the Marvel movies. We cannot. I've been doing this with my son for for 10 years, you know, or 11, actually. You can't take that away from the fans of Marvel movies and say that these movies are not cinema. These movies invoke a feeling. And the feeling that it invokes is, <clears throat> so it's, as, again, <clears throat> it's different for different people. But if you got somebody like me, who's completely obsessed with comic book, everything, when you watch these movies over and over again, and hopefully they age well, you will remember the first time you watched this movie. It's like Star Wars. <clears throat> I was a little kid when I went to go see Star Wars, and uh, I can remember the feeling. I even remember that when I saw <clears throat> Return of the Jedi, I felt uneasy, really, really uneasy when, uh, when Luke took the mask off of Darth Vader and I got to see the face of Darth Vader. And when I watched it again for the Make Me a Jedi segments that I've been doing, I could remember how uneasy I felt looking at him. So again, you invoke a, a feeling. A feeling can be invoked with the memories. And I can remember sitting next to my God brother on one side and my brother on the other and us watching that movie in the cinema. I can remember that. So to say that these movies are not cinema <clears throat> is a very selfish thing to say. It's like saying cinema is mine. And what I don't like about what you like, uh, it can't belong in the same group as what the stuff that I like. So it can't be cinema. And I think it's a selfish, I think it's a selfish position. Never will I disrespect Martin Scorsese because he's giving us the Irishman. <laughs> and I heard that that movie is fantastic and I cannot wait to see it. So no diss at all to Martin Scorsese. <clears throat> 
he is uh he's an icon he's an icon can't argue with martin scorsese but i can speak my mind so did that uh they they say gemini man with will smith is flopping right now so i'm glad i didn't run right out to go see that movie <laughs> yeah they, they say it's flopping like a fish out of water so i'm pretty glad that i haven't seen it yet now if you have seen it and would like to share with me your opinion for me to read on air I would 100% appreciate and welcome any uh, anybody who can tell me it, that they like this movie and what they liked about it. <clears throat> Speaking of movies, you guys know that I am an AMC theaters type of girl and I sing the praises of being on AMC's A-list where I pay $21 a month uh, I get to go see three movies a week, any movies, any format, any AMC. And uh, I can do that at three movies a week every month if I'd like to. And you get the same benefits and everything else as you do with the AMC Stubbs uh, membership. Okay, so I've told you all that and I've recommended it. For everybody to jump out and uh, join AMC A-List. And now I'm going to tell you yet another perk of being an A-List member. And I'm reading this straight from TechCrunch. And this is an article written by Anthony Ha. 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 AMC Theaters announced a new service today called AMC Theaters On Demand a marketplace where members of uh, AMC Stubbs loyalty, loyalty program can buy or rent individual movies to watch at home. So this is the launch of an iTunes style a la carte movie marketplace seems almost quaint at a time when all the major media companies seem to be following Net Netflix's lead and readying their own subscription streaming service. But it's a noteworthy bet on a slightly old-fashioned model, and it's also interesting as an effort by the world's largest theatrical chain to diversify, particular, particularly as box office numbers decline. <clears throat> now, on demand, after the theatrical run of a movie, after the customary theatrical run of a movie, AMC Stubbs members and A-list members will be able to rent or buy movies to watch in the comfort of their own home. I think that's a fantastic idea. They're not coming up with original content. Excuse me while I take a sip of my agua here. And if I'm understanding this correctly, in which I may not, and somebody will tell me if I'm not. If I'm understanding this correctly, <clears throat> before a movie goes to digital or uh, disc releases, it sounds to me as if an AMC A-list member will be able to rent or buy that movie prior to that period. And if I'm wrong, I'll correct myself in a future episode. But if that is the case, 
That is genius. Because I was just talking and I can't even remember who the hell I was talking to. I was just talking and this is not going to sound healthy at all. What I'm about to say, take what I say with a grain of salt right here. I was just saying to somebody, you know, if I didn't have to go out to go to the movies and if I was able to make money at home, like if, if one of my podcasts just took off and I was able to earn money without leaving the house and I was still able to see my movies, new releases without leaving the house, I would never leave the fucking house. I would be agoraphobic. And I know that just plays into all of the other uh, mental illnesses that I have. However, I can order food. They're going to bring me a meal from damn near anywhere that I want to eat. They're going to bring me a meal. I've got Amazon Prime where anything that I could possibly think to want, including a fucking car, I could have delivered in two days. Now, this sounds crazy. I can get my groceries delivered. I would never leave the freaking house. I'm sure that I would eventually get tired and say I have to see outside. But from where I'm sitting right now, I wouldn't leave the fucking house. And now here, AMC says, okay, we're going to get you one step closer to your dream and let you watch these movies after their regular theatrical run. I would would never, I would never leave the fucking house. I would not go outside, period. Is that healthy? No. (laughs) Uh, But a woman can dream, right? A woman can dream. And that's what I'm doing. So tell me what you think about the AMC stubs, AMC theaters on demand. I think it's an excellent idea. I think it'll work. And I also think Netflix has got to be clutching its freaking pearls right now because everybody is coming for them. Everybody. They they are really. I've said it before in a previous episode. I'm going to say it again. Right now, this ain't even a fair fight. They're getting their asses jumped. <laughs> it is bad. It's really, really bad. Um, I think I'm going to keep my Netflix membership because I'm, I'm truly, truly connected to Stranger Things and Mindhunter and all of those programming that I can't get anywhere else. But I'm telling you, everybody is coming for them. And they have to feel exposed right about now. Because if nothing else, you say, you know what? Disney is not going to get the Warner Brothers movies, but neither is Netflix. And then you'd say, well, when stuff gets old on uh, this channel, then they'll put it on Netflix. But everybody is starting their own streaming service. So it don't, that stuff won't be going to Netflix. Netflix is going to have to lean heavily on its original content. Again, I've spoken about it before. This is why Netflix is starting to pour so much energy into making sure that their original programming and original movies are far better than what we had been getting. You know, Netflix has a diamond and then they'll give you 10 duds. And then they'll give you another diamond and then they'll give you 10 more duds. Now they have to be 
very, very choosy about their original content because give me enough duds and I'm going to cancel your fucking streaming service. And I'll just go to one of the other ones where I know what I'm going to get. I know that HBO Max has uh, great ideas. And I know that Disney Plus is is serving up everything superhero, uh, Star Wars, and all of the Disney classics. I know this. So why would I pay to continue to see duds when I know that I'm going to get something pretty much decent over here? So Netflix is anticipated to really step its game up. And and that's what I have to say about that. <clears throat> I thought that was a really, really good move by AMC, though. That's just uh, genius, genius. But that's why they make the big bucks, right? Okay. Speaking of these streaming services. And the fact that I just birthed this brand new podcast that I was talking about. There will be some changes to the formatting of After the Snap. And uh, I know I've been sporadic. And if you're still listening, I uh, really appreciate uh, I appreciate you listening to me. Because I know that I have become just a little bit uh, inconsistent. So to make some consistency about things, I'm going to do this. I can't commit to a weekly program right now. And I was giving it twice a week and I can't commit to weekly at this point. If big news breaks or if uh, a huge story that I just can't ignore, I'm going to pop in here and just give you the one off. But moving forward. I think I'm going to shoot for monthly, monthly information from after the snap. And you can look for me to be a once a month podcast. If you get anything more than that, it's because there are some things that I could not ignore and I have to jump in here and I have to connect with you all. But uh, moving forward, I have to put a little more energy into uh, true crime by the book and I don't want to abandon the the listenership I have on after the snap because this is where it started right <coughs> this is where it started so you know I can't I can't ignore and this is my love I actually really do love this stuff it's just getting to the point where I gotta watch documentaries read books and watch all the movies that come out <clears throat> and try to stay on top of TV and I'm in too deep. Okay, so all that being said, I am going to make my next episode, at least half of it, finishing out the Make Me a Jedi segment. And the reason why I want to do it in one episode is because we are quickly approaching um, the time for the movie to come out and I also would like to have an in-depth discussion and I think I want to have a special guest but I have to see what that guest's uh, schedule looks like for uh, right around the time Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker comes out so I'm gonna do 
the rest of the movies in the Make Me a Jedi segment with our next episode of After the Snap. <clears throat> and then if anything, uh, anything else is of importance where I just have to discuss it, I'm going to have to discuss it <laughs> uh, in that episode as well. So you might be getting a, a longer episode. And if you can't tell, for some reason I'm dying slowly in this episode. Uh, my throat is just, <laughs> it's giving up on me. And I feel like I'm losing my voice. That's ridiculous. How? Because when I first started this episode, I was just fine. So I've been sucking all cough drops and drinking water trying to get this whatever is going on with my throat to stop. So I'm not going to punish you anymore with my raggedy, raspy voice. <clears throat> I'm just going to say that if you're still rolling with me, thank you. If you're rolling with me, you're rolling with the best. However, I know I have not been conducting myself as the best host that I could be for after the snap. And for that, I apologize. If you got friends, loved ones, enemies, anybody you know who really have nothing else to do, Share the show with them, have them listen to the back catalog and remember the times that um, we were just guessing what was going to happen with Avengers Endgame and how close we got with those guesses. And um, talking about movies that uh, have come out since and we still got some Star Trek to get into because their short treks is back. That could be a whole segment. We got Make Me a Jedi. That could be a whole segment. Titans. At some point, I'm going to want to talk about it. That could be a whole segment. We got a lot of stuff coming up that should keep me uh, engaged. And it should keep you guys coming back. So share the show. <clears throat> Subscribe to the show if you haven't. Let's see the download numbers for After the Snap. Let's let those rival my new baby because I'm going to always love after the snap. But this new baby is doing tricks that after the snap did not do. <laughs> so <clears throat> that being said, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to catch up with me on Twitter at snap after on Facebook groups, I'm at After the Snap, and on the Instagram, I'm After the Snap 2018, and I'm so rarely on Instagram, but you can still. You can also good old fashioned email me at AfterTheSnap at gmail.com if you want to talk about anything we discussed today or tell me whatever you want to tell me. Send me your feedback at AfterTheSnap at gmail.com and I got a Patreon. Not even going to tell you guys about it because I've been sucking here and I would be remiss to be asking for some money after I suck, right? It's coming though. I'm going to ask y'all for some money. But anyway, thank you very much for listening to this episode of After the Snap and I'll catch you and you and yes, you too on the flip. <clears throat>